Hey everybody, this is Kaysen, and welcome back to another episode of Hey Kids, This is Titans Talk with Kaysen, a very official Tennessee Titans podcast. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, my mom. Hi, we're back in the studio, and we are four and two. Yeah, we are. <laughs> well, I say we, like we're on the team, but the Titans are four and two, and it feels amazing. This has definitely been a big improvement um, since the first two games. Um, defense has improved a lot. Offense still has some stuff to work out, but the defense is getting it done, and that's all we need. So we are back atop at the AFC South. Uh, we sweep the Colts for the season, which is definitely a big boost in our division chances. Here's just a quick recap of Week 7. We won 19-10 at the Oilers-Titans homecoming game. The only touchdown scored was a pick six from Andrew Adams, who, who just joined the team from the Steelers practice squad last week. Randy Bullock made the other 12 points in the game, making four field goals. And during the game, he made his 200th career field goal. It was so great to watch him out there on the field. Uh, you know, he is one of the consistencies of our team. He's missed a couple of kicks, but overall, he's been one of the most consistent kickers that the team has had in a long time. Definitely. And I think he's really found a way to bounce back since that uh since that miss against the Giants. Um, definitely, he's looked a lot better since then. And another highlight from the game against the Colts, Bud Dupree had eight QB pressures and a sack, and he was mostly lined up against former Titans offensive tackle Dennis Kelly. According to Next Gen Stats, Bud has recorded a sack in each of the two games that he's averaged under four yards of distance from the opposing QB. Needless to say, Bud makes a huge impact on that defense, and I'm so glad he is recovered. These guys go through so much every week, even during practice. You know, Kyle Phillips just went on IR, and I believe he is suffering an injury from that happened during practice on Friday last week. So he was out of the game on Sunday, but then they definitely put him back on IR or onto IR this week. Uh, but yeah, just these guys are warriors. They get out there and just give it everything they have. Coach Max talks about it on Titans Radio. He says, this is the National Football League and you are guaranteed to be hurt no matter what. Speaking of playing with injuries, just persevering through, Ryan Tannehill had, had a friendly fire hit from Nicholas Petit Ferrer and uh, took a shot to the leg, uh, was out for one play. Malik Willis came and had his first action in a regular season game at home, and I'm sure that was uh, something special for him. Uh, but luckily, Ryan did come right back in the game on the next drive. Uh, he seemed all right. Um, he had to go into the medical tent, and he did have a boot on his leg when he was walking out of the stadium, but we'll have to hear more updates on Ryan. Otherwise, hope he has a quick recovery. And um, just hope that he can get back out there and play some football. Yeah, Nicholas Petit Ferrer, he actually kind of rolled on top of his ankle. And Ryan was quoted as saying, you know, he knew it was going to take a couple of seconds longer than just the 10 seconds to reset. He knew it was going to take a little bit longer to to try to get the strength to stand up and walk off. So I remember just being in the stands. Everyone was holding their breath when Ryan went down and it was... Oh, man, it, I got to tell you, for a hot second, I thought, oh, this can't be good. But yeah, he's one of the toughest dudes on the team, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, he has to take a lot of hits uh, throughout every game. And when he's just getting mauled by guys, you know, getting crunched in the pocket or whether he's on the run, he just finds a way to take those hits, brush them off and then score a touchdown, which I think is really good, especially if you want your quarterback to be a leader 
and you want him to help persevere the team. I just want to share this real quick from Jim White's article, Six Things That Stood Out on TennesseeTitans.com. Austin Hooper's big catch and day. With a smile, Titans tight end Austin Hooper acknowledged he knew what a day it was. National Tight Ends Day. I read that, Hooper said with a grin. I'm glad I could help and celebrate with the tight ends. Hooper picked a good day to have a good day, and it was his best day as a Titan. Hooper caught three passes for 56 yards in Sunday's win over the Colts. Hooper's biggest catch of the day came late when he managed to haul in a ten and a when he managed to haul in a Tannehill pass after a Colts defender initially caused it to bobble in his hands. It was a good it was good for a 19 yard gain in the fourth quarter and it put the Titans in position to seal the game with a field goal. It was one of those bounces where I had a chance at it and had to make it happen. Hooper said, "My teammates were all giving me high five in six games." Hooper now has 9 catches for 111 yards. It's awesome when you can help a team win, Hooper said. This is the best team sport in the whole world, in my opinion. It was my turn to help the team and take advantage of, of the opportunities. High five to that. that <laughs> Especially since he said he got a high five from all his teammates. So high fives from us. Yes. Um, and that catch reminded me of Julian Edelman's catch in the Super Bowl against the Falcons. If you haven't seen it. Look it up. It's an insane catch, but it reminded me of that a little bit. And Julian Edelman was on the Patriots, right? Yes. Yes, he was on the Patriots. What was your favorite play from the game? I mean, there was several to choose from, but what was your favorite? Definitely the pick six. Um, 76 yards, Andrew Adams, um, his first game as a Titan after getting picked up from Pittsburgh. He's only been with the Titans for one week, and he's already had a pick six. That's absolutely incredible. Just so happy for him and it was it was a huge play so listener you need to go back and check out film if you can on that particular play i mean he just had nobody around him and just ran all the way to the house it was so cool definitely an amazing play top 10 plays of the year uh what about you mom what was your favorite play of the game so mine actually was when you see this uh derrick henry has the ball He's right in the middle of the field, and it looked like he was only going to be able to get just a couple of yards. But next thing you know, it literally was like this giant pile of humans pushing their way towards the uh, first down. And I did not know this, but it was actually Ben Jones lifting up Derrick Henry, basically, and pushing him through six Colts defenders to get 11 yards on the carry, and we got the first down. And it was so extraordinary that Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football, he actually was on our show back in December of 2021. Listener, if you missed that episode, be sure to go back and check it out. He's such a great guy. Kind of gives uh, his history on how he started the Angry Run segment. But anyway, he, Ben Jones and Derrick Henry were featured as part of the Angry Run segment, and they were both awarded, along with Coach Vrabel, they were awarded the Angry Run Scepter from Kyle Brandt, and it's absolutely incredible, and we're going to play that audio right now. Concert and you're going to say one song. That's the one song you're over there. What point in the set list do they play it? It's finally time, guys, for us to play the Derrick Henry song. He's finally showing up. Bring it on. And this is Scrum Week here. Tannehill Henry and start the destruction. One, two. Look at the freeze right here. That's why I want to call this out. Guys, this is where the play should stop. There's one, two, three, four, five, six Colts. But there is Derrick Henry and there is my man, Ben Jones of the Tennessee Titans, who 
is unfreeze this thing is literally gonna lift Derrick Henry off the ground and carry him like it's it's a bag of mulch and he's doing his front yard. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Yeah, Ben, let's go. That is a veteran who used to block for freaking Matt Stafford back in Georgia, and now he is carrying. Derrick Henry was about 250. Due respect, he's not picking up Darren Sproles and carrying. This is Derrick Henry. This is the king. And check this out. Ben Jones is so respected in that locker room, so respected in that coaching staff. Looking after the game, and the Titans win. And Ben Jones is playing through a lot of stuff, and he is spent. And the head coach meets him in the tunnel, and he knows he is out of gas, and he knows he picked up the largest running back in the world and carried him for a first down. Look at all the tape. Look at all the grit. Look at all the sweat. Look at all the tears. That's Ben Jones. I am submitting him as a co-nominee yeah. with five-time winner Derrick Henry. Ben Jones, Derrick Henry. Mike Vrabel, you can get one, too. Yeah, so that is why that was my favorite play of the game. It was so surprising, and Ben Jones struggled physically during that game. I had heard that he actually had to pop his kneecap back into place because it came out of place twice during the game, and then I had also heard that there was he had some um, other issues going on, but just... Man, talk about beast mode warrior just fighting through it. It was absolutely incredible. So high five to Ben Jones, Derrick Henry, and Coach Rabel for that humongous play. So moving right along to some NFL trivia. According to the NFL on Twitter, the Titans are tied with three other NFL teams for a four-game winning streak. The Giants, the Jets, and the Vikings. And the only other team ahead of these four teams is is the Philadelphia Eagles with six wins. The Titans are the only NFL team with three players who have four sa- or four plus sacks each. Danico Autry leads the team with five, and he got a sack this past game against his former team. I mean, I just, I love to watch him play against the Colts because he's got such a chip on his shoulder from that team, and I love it. I'm here for it. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons has four and a half, and for a hot second, we were all uh, holding our breath when Jeffrey Simmons was on the field with an injury. I don't know exactly what happened during that time, but thankfully he was able to go back into the game. And Rashad Weaver has four sacks. It's even more impressive knowing that these guys have only played six games so far this season. That's a really incredible stat. Here's some Titans franchise trivia. Sunday's win over the Colts was the franchise's 200th win in the regular season during the Titans era from the year 1999 to present. It's so great that that happened to fall on Oilers-Titans homecoming weekend, which it was incredible to have all of those players that were represented from the different eras of Titans and Oilers history. And, you know, I think it was just like nice icing on the cake for that weekend. Oh, definitely. Uh, Great seeing all the greats from Houston and Tennessee. And um, it was great seeing uh, CJ2K, Eddie George, and Warren Moon hype out the crowd right before the game. That was so awesome. Yes. When they were getting everybody going with Who Run It. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Attendance for this past Sunday's game at Nissan Stadium was 69,459. It was the second most attended game in team history, and the only other Titans game at home with a bigger crowd was against the Chiefs almost exactly one year prior on October 24th, 2021. That day, there were 69,484 fans at the game. It was super loud, for sure. That was also the game that I did the player introductions for. I remember that. That was, that was, an awesome, that was awesome to hear. 
Yeah, it still seems like it didn't happen, but then I can still remember it so vividly and the crowd noise and everything was really incredible. But yeah, crazy that it happened almost a year ago exactly. Definitely crazy. Ryan Tannehill is now 15-3 and in, in AFC South games as starting QB for the Titans. So it's safe to say, I think it's safe to say anyway, that Ryan Tannehill owns the AFC South. Definitely. Derrick Henry leads the NFL in rushing yards at 6,843 yards since 2017. In 35 career games versus AFC South teams, Henry has averaged 99 rushing yards per game. Henry has rushed for at least 100 yards in nine of his past 10 division games. This past game, Henry rushed for 128 yards. Everybody that I've heard on the radio and just reading everything online it's Henry's back. Henry's back. He's cranking up. He's cranking up. And we still have, well, this is what, week eight? Um, yeah. So we have nine more games of the regular season. And I think he is just going to really continue to plow through and get those yards and be crowned the king once again at the end of the season. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that um, he doesn't really have any competition this year. It's just Henry, it's it's just Henry's to win. So we mentioned last week on the show that the Titans had revealed that they were going to be building a brand new stadium and it was going to be a dome stadium. It was going to have a translucent roof and glass all over the place on the outside. Well, just this week, they released a video featuring concept drawings of what Nissan Stadium is going to look like. And it is absolutely beautiful. I have no other word to describe it, but it looks so beautiful. It's going to be one of the most unique experiences, just looking at the different concepts that they have. There's going to be a big stage on the interior of the game or of the stadium. There is going to be areas all around the stadium where if you don't have a ticket to get in, there's somehow still, I think you'll still be able to kind of see what's happening on the inside of the stadium. I'm not sure about that part, but it just looks absolutely beautiful, futuristic, and blended perfectly with what the Nashville current architecture looks like. Definitely. When I first saw it, um, I just thought, this looks absolutely beautiful. I mean, it looks like, like you said, it looks like some of Nashville's modern architecture on the outside, but then on the inside, it looks like a combination of SoFi Stadium and AT&T Stadium at Dallas. They have a giant band stage that's like a literal full-on stage, uh, like the, something that you would find at um, the Gr- the Grand Ole Opry or something. And um, this, the scoreboards are absolutely massive. It's only going to be about 60,000, which is 9,000 less than their current capacity. But nonetheless, it's still going to be a really nice stadium, and I'm excited to see it open. I don't know if you zoomed in on one of the pictures if, that they're showing of the interior. It's kind of a bird's-eye view of the field. And if you look up on the Jumbotron, it's the picture that Donald Page took of Derrick Henry stiff-arming Josh Norman up into the stratosphere. Yeah, I thought that was a nice touch. (laughs) It was perfect. Listener, if you want to know more about the new stadium, be sure to go to TennesseeTitans.com slash new stadium to find out more info and to see that really amazing video with the new renderings. You know, it's not just me that lives for this report every week. It's all of Titans Nation, and that is Mr. Jim Wyatt's Britches Report. And it's brought to you by... Mr. Jim Wyatt. (laughs) And your mom. Take it away, Mr. Jim. 
This is Jim White of TennesseeTitans.com, and this week's britches report is white jerseys and navy britches. Um, this isn't quite my favorite combination, but nonetheless, it's going to look great when we walk out of NRG with that dub, and I'm excited to see him wear it on Sunday on my birthday. They'll, they'll look great winning in those. I can't believe it's your birthday. You started the show when you had just turned 11. And now you're 14, and it's crazy. It's been a wild journey and so much fun. And it's been awesome for me to go back and listen to some previous episodes. And I'm just so proud of you. Happy birthday. Thanks, Mom. I love you, buddy. Thank you, Mom. I love you, too. And, of course, it's not a complete britches report without some facts from Titans Uni Tracker. The Titans last wore this combination in Week 5 when they beat the Washington Commanders 21-17. to This is only the second appearance for this combination. This is the third time they're wearing the white jersey this season. And the last time the Titans wore this combination against Houston was January 3rd, 2021, and the Titans won 41-38. to As always, shout-outs to Mr. Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com and to Titans Unitracker. You can find them both on Instagram and Twitter, Sports and Titans Uni. All right, it's the 8th graders forecast with Kaysen's keys to the game. Take it away, Kaysen. Thank you. So this Sunday, uh, we are playing the Houston Texans at NRG Stadium. And um, even though the Texans have struggled these uh, last few years, um, some controversies, Titans, uh, no matter how good they are, um, we've struggled against them. I will say that. Got to give Texans credit. They have kept up with us in these last three games. We've gone up these last four previous matchups. We've gone up against them. They've learned to um, keep up with us. And I think that we got to give Texans credit to to that. While they are still rebuilding, uh, they do have some potential in them. But the Titans cannot get ahead of themselves here. The Texans, they do have one win under their belt against a very uh, solid Jaguars team. So we cannot get ahead of ourselves. And we remember last time, when that happened, we got ahead of ourselves. Tannehill threw four interceptions, and we lost that game, unfortunately, in the rain, 22-13. to 13. Yeah, we just cannot get ahead of ourselves. Um, remember that this Texans team can beat us. They've proven it, and we just can't get ahead of ourselves this game. We can't expect to blow them out. Just treat them like we're playing the Buffalo Bills or something like that. Well, that's what kind of, you know, is about the NFL. These teams are doing really good, and then all of a sudden some team that you think is going to be an easy win— and But I say, you know, you, I mean, like us as fans, we think that it's going to be an easy win. And this mediocre team turns around and just stomps all over the team that's expected to win. But, yeah, when you mentioned that loss in the rain, ooh, it was so painful. It was horrible. Yeah, definitely not a good day. So my first key is don't get ahead of yourself. Texans, uh, they beat a very solid Jaguars team, as I just said. They they almost got it done against the Raiders. They almost got it done against the Bears. You know, they've come up short in a lot of these games and that they've fought hard in. So Titans need to score on offense. They need to get ahead early. This Houston um, offense is really good down deep. Davis Mills, he's still learning his way around uh, being an NFL quarterback. And we're just going to have to... Uh, we, they, we just need them just, just to not give up anything stupid. No big plays, nothing big from Houston. Just can't let them get these uh, yards. Yards is going to be key in this game. My second key is score on offense. Um, special teams and defense really got the game done, but offense was a big struggle for us. We just need this offense to score points because that's the offense's job, to score points. 
and Tannehill, he needs, I feel like he has the tools there. He just still learning uh, some new guys there, still trying to find connections with them. And I feel like this is a good game to do it against the Texans. Speaking of different guys that have come in, did you know that we're on now we have 66 players on that have been on the active roster so far this year? Oh, wow. And last year's record was 91. We're on set to smash that record this year. Yeah, just a little bit. And I think that also is setting up Coach Vrabel to be Coach of the Year again. I don't know. My opinion. Anyway, please continue. Yes. And my third key is uh, Derek Henry have a day. Uh, he needs to have a day. Uh, Houston defense is not good. They are, I think, in the top three worst defenses in the NFL. Um, they're not number one. They're not the worst defense, but they are not the best. So Derek Henry just needs to have a good day. And we just uh, can't just let this uh, Houston defense have looks. I feel like Derek is going to have a 200-yard-plus game. I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a big, big breakout plays for him to just tear down the field and stomp all over the Texans. Yes. Well, listener, as always, you can find us on TennesseeTitans.com on the audio tab and on Instagram at Titans Talk with Kaysen. Be sure to send us a DM and let us know where you're listening from, and we'll give you a shout-out on an upcoming episode. And if you're not already, please subscribe to our podcast on the app that you're listening from right now. Listener, thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. This is Kaysen and Carrie signing off, but don't forget to tighten up and be Tennessee tough and beat the Texans. And happy birthday, Kaysen. <laughs> Let's go.